G'day punters, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to Behind the Boxes and what a show we have for you. Of course, we're just a couple of nights away from the running of the world's richest greyhound race. The $1 million to the winner, tab million dollar chase. It is race nine on the card at Wentworth Park this Saturday evening at 9.50pm. Of course, Jody and Andy Lord, they hold all the aces with three of the runners. Timmy Newbold, my co-host, joins me as always. Hey, Battler, I don't know about you, I... I can barely contain myself, mate. I can't wait for this night. It is going to be a cracker. Yeah, Duke, we've been waiting a long time when the race was postponed last year. One in 2022, and what a beauty we've got on Saturday night. I can't wait. I'm like you. Uh, she's a pearl. She's been dominant for the last few months around Whitworth Park, the extra egg winner, and she was outstanding, running 29-30, winning a semi-final last week. But not only the MDC, Duke, it's a tremendous night of racing, right aboard with all of the other feature races. So, yeah, really looking forward to getting there on Saturday night. So one owner and trainer will win $1 million for sure. And if punters get to Wentworth Park on Saturday night, they can buy a ticket for $20. And what happens with that, Timmy, is they get a chance to win a $1 million. So one person's name will be drawn out. Uh, they will automatically win $10,000. They'll then get to choose from 100 envelopes. And Battler, in one of those envelopes, will say you are the winner of $1 million. It's going to cost them 20 bucks. They buy the tickets at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. Just another great promotion from us here at GRNSW. Fantastic promotion. I wish I could enter you. <laughs> so do I. I'd buy, I'd buy more than one. I'd be, having, I'd be having a crack for sure and certain. That's a great initiative. If anyone was even 50-50 about going on Saturday night, surely that's tipped you over the edge to make sure you're going to get there for a chance to win $1 million. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, we've got a massive show coming up, Timmy. We're going to profile uh, most of the big races on Saturday night. I actually journeyed down to the Southern Highlands on Monday and got an exclusive interview with Jody and Andy Lord, and I've got to tell you, wait till you see the property, it's out of this world. But the other big news, of course, Battler, uh, we are live on Saturday night on Fox League from around 9.40pm, uh, part of a brand new partnership that we've signed with Fox Sports. They will be broadcasting the Million Dollar Chase for the very first time. Yeah, great news. No doubt there is a crossover between rugby league fans and greyhound racing, particularly the 18 to 35-year-olds. So, yeah, I think it's great news. It can only uh, bode well for greyhound racing, getting those, uh, those extra eyes on, on, the, uh, on the big final. So, yeah, we're going to be a little uh, part of that coverage. All right, let's get into our preview of Wentworth Park on Saturday night. It's a 10-race card. Race one kicks off at 6.32. The first of the features, the tab million-dollar chase maiden. It's worth 15 thousand dollars to the winner i've got a very keen interest in this timmy as you know but our boy duke uh, trained by rob tyler was the fastest heat winner uh, clocking 30 and 18 he had the rails in his heat he comes up with the rails in the final as well had a little bit of a stumble shortly after box rise and then went quickly after hitting the ground. He only ran a 564 opening fraction, but with a cleaner getaway, there's no doubt he'll get down to around the 550 mark or thereabouts. Clearly the best of all of the heats. He's got his alley. Uh, that Greyhound drawn in a plus, in my opinion. I think he's clearly the one to beat, and he'll go around at a pretty short favourite, Duke. Although, you know, I'm hoping your bloke, we don't share, runs a big race for you. Yeah, look, he's trial fast there, Timmy. He's broken 30 seconds in a trial. He's gone well in a poster post. He's the baby of the field. He's only 18 months of age. Uh, I can tell you this. 
So we are recording this on Wednesday afternoon. Andy Lloyd rang me uh, this morning and he said he went up the straight as well as She's a Pearl and Coast Model this morning. He said he is jumping out of his skin. Of course, the negative for us is he comes up with box number four, but he's a half brother to Doonan who goes around in the million dollar chase final, a half brother to Tiger Jack. Um, ever since he was broken in, he's trolled the joint down. Uh, so we're crossing fingers for a little bit of luck for we don't share. Uh, obviously, our boy Duke for me is the hardest to beat, but uh, I'll be I'll be in the corner of the blue in the tab million dollar chase maiden race for, two on the card. And for those who are watching this show, I can guarantee trialed very well all the way through because I've been getting updated text messages all the way through. I never leave, <laughs> I you, out. I never leave you out. All right. Race four on the card uh, at Wentworth Park on Saturday night, the Group 3 Ladies Bracelet Final. And, Timmy, this is a real intriguing race because there are a number of chances, particularly given the way that the box draw has fallen. French Martini, the fastest qualifier, going 29.73. Yeah, and she's a real talent. Uh, we saw her debut at the Gardens running a near track record, 29.22. Uh, she's in the care of Peter Lagosiani. She began well, charged to the top, and she just put her rivals away. 29.73, ran 5.46, 17.95, and hammered home at 11.78. I thought McKinnon Bale had a great chance, though. Duke from the inside alley, ran 30.07 in the heat. I think a benefit out of a look around Woodworth Park now. She's beautifully drawn on the rail. She's run 29. 28 around Sandown Park. So I was, uh, you know, there's no doubt I think she'll break 30 seconds with a look around with Park. Well drawn in box number one. Uh, I think she's she's a fabulous chance, McKeon Bale from the inside. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with ties that bind. Look, I think she's probably the class runner of this race, Timmy. Uh, I know she comes up with a, you know, not a great draw in, in box number three, but she's an eight-time winner here, 29.74 best. She found a best uh, last week when she won a heat running 29.87. So she's not that far away from a PB. And of course, she gets the polish put on her by Frankie Hurst, who knows what it takes to win a big race. So I'm with ties that bind in the Group 3 Ladies Bracelet Final. It's worth $25,000 to the winner. The first leg of the Quaddy kicks off with the Group 3 Bob Payne Sprint Final. Uh, another race worth $25,000 to the winner. And another race with a number of different scenarios here, Timmy. Um, I know Andy's very keen about Grimadara off box number one. He's he's maintained this dog's got a 29.6, 29.7 run in him at Wentworth Park. He hasn't put that time on the clock at the moment, but he comes up with a rails draw. Yeah, there's chance, but I, just looking at his racing traits, Duke, he's had box four and five at Wentworth Park at his past couple. He runs a straight line from that alley or those alleys. So I'm not really sure whether box one is going to suit him. He hasn't had inside box three yet. I thought one had a bit of value here, Flighty Fernando. I thought his run was terrific on an each-way basis. I think he's a great Campbell. He's a consistent dog. He gives his all every time he goes around. From that real soft draw, I think you just park behind the pace. And if Grim Madera does get off at that first turn, there might be a chance he does that if he if he does what he's done at these past couple and runs a straight line from a box one of Wentworth Park. They can do that. He might just get a nice little run through the first turn on an each-way basis. I'm in Flighty Fernando's camp, Duke. All right. I'm tipping the red Grim Madera sticking solid with the kennel there in the group three Bob Payne sprint final worth $25,000 to the winner. The first of the real big ones on Saturday night at Wentworth Park is race six. It's the Masters Meteor final. 
$100,000 to the winner. And Timmy, look, trainer Johnny Richardson hasn't been in the best of health lately. Sunburn Highway, the defending champion, the last time this Masters Meteor was run and won, comes up with box four. He was the fastest qualifier of the three heats. Would it be a fairy tale lining up for his last run on Saturday night? You can't underestimate him. You can't, you can't knock him one little bit. 39-time winner at the track. Uh, he, he's a remarkable greyhound. Judith and John, uh, I'd love to see him take it out and go out in that way. He deserves to go out in that fashion, uh, Sunburn Highway. He's got a tremendous chance. Uh, I, I thought Fire Legend inside Alley would run a big, big race here. I know Mark Moroney has had this race in mind last year when I spoke to him at the Casino Cup meeting. He knew when, you know, he had the age yeah, that he was going to turn four in April and it would be perfect for this race. He, he got very tired in the latter stages in his heat last week, but I think he'll strip a lot better. That was his first 500 metre run for a little while. So from box one, uh, I'm with uh, Fire Legend, Jute. Yeah, I can tell you, uh, Yogi told me, mate, that he came into that race very fresh with Fire Legend. He hadn't been able to get the runs into him that he wanted to. Uh, and you're right, he will strip fitter. Uh, I'm in the corner of Coringa Lucy for Mitch Northfield, a proven 29.70 winner at Wentworth Park. I think she's going to get a little bit of room to move with Sunburn Highway drawn on her outside. We know he runs that straight line into that first turn. And uh, again, she's proven herself. She's a classy conveyance. We're in second behind Jungle Juice in the uh, Gold Bullion at Albion Park. And from box number three, I think if she can step, she's going to land up on the pace. So you're with Fire Legend. I am with Karinga Lucy. That is race six on the card at Wenny. The Masters Meteor Final worth $100,000 to the victor. Race seven, Timmy, is the Group 3 Gold Carpets worth $50,000 to the winner. Zipping Kansas returned to, I wouldn't say his best form, but he, he did the job uh, last week in his heat, uh, clocking 42-1. He comes up with a sticky alley again. He, he draws box five, and it's sticky because... The fast beginner, Super Estrella, is on his outside. And we've seen him basically every one of his latest runs. His box manners are an absolute nightmare. They're atrocious. They really are. Um, geez, he's got pace in three and four and six. He's in a world of pain if he bombs it like he has but his past few. Um, I don't know where he'll get to. He, he'll need a miracle to get through. Um, but if he does begin, which he can begin, we've seen him begin. If he does that, we know he's got that unbelievable uh, high speed through the early and middle part. He'll get mobile and then rush. But I, I couldn't take the price, particularly no. with the greyhounds drawn around him and the way he's beginning. I've got to be with uh, Super Estrella. You know what you get with her. She's a fast beginner. She's almost faultless at box rise. She's got speed. I think she can carve across, take up the running. If she goes to the top, Duke, you know she'll, she'll run a 41.9, 42 or thereabouts. May go a little bit quicker on a quick track, but she makes her own luck on the speed. She gets the perfect run in my book, Timmy. We've got Sipping Kansas in box five. We, as we said, his box manners lately have been terrible. Uh, in your time in box seven, not a note of beginner does want to get off the track. Uh, mixed recall in that race that Super Estrella won the heat um, showed a lot of early toes. So, where do you map zipping cans? Oh. You just can't see him getting a run in, the, in in that run to the first turn. If that's the case, he gets spat out the back. Hmm. He, he does, Duke. Uh, 
you know, we, we can say how we think it'll be run, but he might begin. So we won't know until box rise. But I, I think when you're looking at it as a, a, a as a punting race, I couldn't take a dollar dollar seventy five dollar eighty zipping Kansas. If he got out to two fifty three dollars, which yeah. he won't, no, you know, you might you might take that chance. But at that price, you could leave me out. Uh, that's why I've got to be with her because, as you just said, she he could very well get spat out the back if that those other three greyhounds, Hank the Hustler, Mixed Recall, and Super Estrella, all begin. So they'll be all looking for the lead. So yeah, he he does. You'll know uh, you'll know your fate at Box Rise, I think, with Zipping Kansas, Duke. Yeah. Okay. We are both with Super Estrella to win the Group Three Gold Cup Final race seven on the card at Wentworth Park. Uh, race eight, Timmy, the uh, million dollar chase consolation. Very quickly here, Fernando Hunter draws uh, draws his box, uh, box number two. He had seven in his uh, semi final of the chase. No luck. We know what sort of a motor he's got. Uh, I think he just parks behind them and wins. Yeah, oh, I mean, he's corner as well, Duke. Uh, beautifully drawn. Uh, good run in the semi final. Uh, very quick PB at Woodworth Park. Uh, yeah, oh, I think he's one of the better gambles on the card, actually. All right, the one everyone in Greyhound Racing World is waiting for is race nine at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. It is the fourth running of the tab. Million dollar chase. It is worth a cool one million bucks to the winner. And Timmy, she's a pill, comes up with box four. Um, look, good odds cash has been terrific lately. She hasn't been able to lead she's a pearl. Uh, Photo man draws box three inside of her. We've seen she's a pearl win from any draw that she comes up with. She's shooting for 12 straight on Saturday night. Do you think that she'll make it the neat dozen? I think she will, Duke. Um, she's right in the zone. Um, she's faultless at box rise and has got that amazing speed. She equaled Fernando Bale's uh, second section or, uh, yeah, second section record, 17.55 to the top corner in the semifinal. Uh, you know, if Good Odds Cash had drawn underneath her, I could make a much, much better case for her. But gee, she needs to come out smoking and she's a pearl needs to miss it. Just jib a bit for Good Odds Cash to get across. In saying that, she's a pearl has been limping, but she didn't fly out in the Golden Easter egg. Uh, so she, she's, you know, but I think if you go back out of 11 of her last 12 wins, she's limping. Yeah. Uh, so, look, she's the one to beat. I've got to be, in, uh, be with her. Um, she's, a, you know, I couldn't take the, the price, take uh, the, the $1.40 in it. But um, she, she does look the winner for mine. Photo, the only little hang-up, Duke, and I went back and had a couple of runs, looks at uh, Photo Man. And when he's had box five at Sandown Park, he, he has began quickly and run a straight line. So whether he could be a little hang-up if he did begin like he has in Victoria. But um, look, I, I really think it is her race to lose. Coast model you could make a case for drawing that beautiful alley box number one. But yeah, she's a pearl for me. All right. Frankie Hurst knows what it takes to win a million dollar chase. Of course, he took it out with good odds Harada. And uh, Brad Adam, our intrepid reporter, caught up with Frankie earlier today. Frank, 2019 million dollar chase winner. Trainer of Good Odds Harada, what's your what's your memories of, of that night? Oh, most of us just a blank unless I watch the the TV or you know I've got the biggest picture you've ever seen in my lounge room and whenever I see that every day, but on the night it was just unreal, unreal, mate, nothing like it. Never experienced anything in my life, and I don't think you even have to win to get the buzz, mate. 
obviously you've you've won one now. Yeah. What sort of dog does it take to win a million dollar chase? A very good one. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, there's no age restrictions on it, and dogs can qualify at Gunnedah and Broken Hill and places like that. So there's no excuse for you know not having all the best dogs here. And at the end of the day, it is a best dogs in Australia race and it takes a special dog to win it with a, with a lot of luck of course there's a lot of luck in greyhound racing but you know you, I don't think you'll ever win it with a 29.9 dog uh, This year you line up with Good Odds Cash you qualified as the National Sprint Champion for New South Wales um, back in 2021 have you had a little reminisce to think gee if the race wasn't postponed last year where you might have been placed? Not really. No, you've got to take things as they come, mate. And she was like, she was going super at one stage there, but then she got a, an injury and she was off for a couple of months, you know. So, you know, it'd give us more time to set her for this race, which she's been set for all along, you know. If, if it would have came up then, you know, I don't know whether she'd have been in it. So, it's turned out good for us, I'd say. So uh, you've won the national sprint last year. You've then had to put her away. And now to get her up and running and, and be in the final is, is some training effort. I suppose it's, it's been well planned? Yes, it's been well planned. It was, you know, that was our goal, you know, to get, just not to win it, to be in it. That was our goal. So we took her along gradually, you know, in 400 metre races. She won the Maitland Cup as a lead up and then she went to Wendy and sort of things like that. And she ran into Andy's good bitch about three times and finished second or whatever, you know. But she was, that was a plan, you know. She was there racing and getting fit all along, you know. And as I said, as I said before, you know, she'll be right on the night and that's, what counts, you know. 29.53 is the best time around Wenty. Have you got a peaking? Yeah, I think she can go a bit better than that, you know, honestly. I, you know, off, off what she trials and comparing her to other dogs and things like that, you know. She's probably not as good as Arada because, I mean, he was an out-and-out champion. He's won it. He's a champion, you know. There's no dispute in that. Um, but, you know, she's sort of not far behind him on times and Maybe, you know, she can, I, I, I think she can improve. If she finds the front virtually straight away, I think she'll run a 29.3 or 29.4 as well. The box gods weren't kind to you. Box five, it's a, it's a tough draw. A very tough draw. And, you know, all the speeds around her, you know, like the best dog in, in, in the best race bitch in Australia at the moment is drawn underneath her. So, you know, that don't help. Uh, you speak of She's a Pearl having box four, um, trained by Andy and Jody Lord, and I believe Andy had a had a hand in Good Odds Cash and, and for Good Odds Cash coming to your kennel. Can you just explain that? Yes, uh, I, I rang Subby who bred them to try and buy a couple of pups out of the litter uh, when they were about six weeks of age, and he originally said there's none for sale then he said look I've got three a dog and two bitches I'll sell you one of the bitches I'd like you to have one of the bitches I said okay you know, I'll pick her up on the weekend or 
at when a, she gets her papers or whatever, the deal's done. And uh, he said, well, she's not here, mate. He said, the fire went through here and wiped us out. She said, Andy Lords. So I rang Andy and spoke to him and said, there's two black bitches there, pick me one. And he did, he took the photo of one and texted it to us and he said, that's good odds cash, Frank. So, you know, I'm very grateful for the Andy, you know. So good odds cash salutes this Saturday night. Andy's in for a finder's fee, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so of the main dangers, obviously you think she's a pearl. Anybody else to watch out for? Or, or if you had a look at the field, what, what else do you think of the field? Look, I, I think any of them could win it, to be truthful. You know, it's a, it's a lottery. You know, they're eight top dogs, you know. And, I mean, luck in running, mate. Luck in running, the box draw, you know, what happens on the first turn. It's all going to come into play, you know. So, I mean... You couldn't, you can't discount any dog, and they're all they're all well trained. They were up, they got there. They didn't get there by fluke. What would it mean to you to win your second million dollar chase? Oh, I don't know. You better ask Fiddler Gogiani that he's already won two. He'd know what it's like. Oh, it'd be sensational, mate. You know, as I say, it's not the money anymore. You know, it, it's the prestige, the accomplishment. You know, you're doing something right to be in these races, you know you've got a nice dog, you know, it all adds up, but I mean, it, it's it's all part of the game. I mean, who doesn't want to be a winner? Who doesn't want to win a million dollar race? I don't know anyone. Do you? Frank Hurst there talking about the chances of good odds cash in the million dollar chase final. Hey, Timmy, I'll tell you what, I was up very early on Monday morning, very, very early to get to the Southern Highlands, to get to Jody and Andy Lord's property and i've got to tell you it is an absolute showpiece and here is our story on the premier training combination of jody and andy lord and their property clover park it is one of the most preeminent greyhound establishments anywhere in the world Clover Park at Gunning in the Southern Highlands of New South Wales is home to champion trainers Jody and Andy Lord. And whilst their facilities are often dreamt of, they are rarely created. There's the immaculate grass straight track with electronic timing, climate controlled racing kennels, and a plethora of puppy yards holding potential future champions. It's carved into a picture perfect countryside setting, but it's a far cry from what it was 20 years ago. Bear block of land. Didn't even have a driveway. I cut it off this my neighbour's property, so it was basically a, just a block with hills on it and full of grass and rocks. It's an absolute showpiece. Uh, do you know how much money you've invested into it? Uh, over one and a half million, I reckon, maybe more. I don't know. I, um, I remember my neighbour. He was a ex-war veteran. He said to me. Um, when he cut it off, he was a really genuine bloke because I couldn't get land anywhere and he, he gave me half his, you know, and it wasn't for the money because he charged me $50,000, you know. And he said to me, one day this will be paradise. And I sort of laughed. I thought, yeah, you know, one day I'll be just fixing it up and sell it and move somewhere else. But he was right. It, it's turned out a nice property. While Jody Lord prefers to take a back seat when it comes to media commitments, it's not the only reason she is rarely seen at the track. 
Her day starts whilst most of us are still warmly tucked up in bed. I usually, I get up about quarter to five, have coffee, watch the news, go out, wake Andy up, come down, let brood bitches, pups out, then Paul and I will start letting dogs out in the main shed and just goes on from that for the rest of the day. Before Bear in mind spent. she's got two little kids, six and seven, so she's <laughs> got to be in the house by eight o'clock to get them off to school. Plus she's got to cook our dinner, so it's and wash our clothes and do everything else and do dogs. She's she's pretty amazing at what she does. Could you do what you do without Jody? Not a chance. Not a chance. And I know a lot of people sort of, you know, don't think that that Jody. It's just she's just a name, but she's not. I, I I don't think we'd even I'd be successful. I'd just be another trainer, you know. It takes two, and it's 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 a big job. Um, I'm obviously more passionate than Jodie because she's not from a greyhound background. Not that I am, but I I just love greyhounds. Always have. It's always what I wanted to do. But without Jodie, you sort of yeah. You know, I just wouldn't probably do it. I'd I'd have a few dogs in work, and that'd be it, you know. There's so much more work behind. When the boys leave to the dogs, there's more feeding of the race dogs. There are the dogs that are here. There's pups to be done. There's broods to be done. It's full on. The rise to the top has not been an easy one for Andy Lord, and it was something he never envisaged when growing up on the wrong side of the tracks. No, nah, not till I met Jody, because before that it was, you know, everyone was out for themselves. You had to survive and. I, I did come from a tough background. I spent a lot of time in boys' homes and um, that sort of stuff. Come from a pretty poor background. Uh, but I think that's made me a better person. You know, I've, I've worked hard and straightened myself up once I met Jode and um, I've done pretty good, you know. Having everything at their disposal without having to leave the property is a key factor to their success. It is. I think the less you leave home with a greyhound and... I watch a lot of trainers, you know, they'll go to Appen, then they've got to go to the vet, then they've got to go here, they've got to go there, you know, like somewhere to swim them because the facilities in Sydney, no one has them, so they've got to travel to them all the time. I think that plays a big part, uh, you know, in greyhounds' recovery from races and that. Greyhounds need to rest. Like ours get out six or seven times a day, but it's only for a quick empty, bit of sun, back in, and, mate, they got the fire going in winter, the air conditioning in summer, and, and they just relax. They're, they're not, you know, they're, they're not dogs that you want to get excited all the time. And the day they do go to the races, they're busting. Mm. I think it's important. In recent years, the Lords have swept all before them in New South Wales, winning multiple trainers' premierships and preparing numerous Group 1 winners. And this Saturday night, they'll rug up three runners in the Million Dollar Chase final. But it's Coast Model left a long leader. Six lengths in front of Corborn Hooper. Fernando Hunter getting up on the inside. Then Miss Esme. But Coast Model went coast to coast and won it brilliantly on a night full of stars. She's the pearl. It's brightest of them all. And she dazzles again. War Weapon's coming home out wider. It's Doonan from War Weapon. Doonan rode the bump, repelled the challenge and won it. The sprinting sensation She's a Pearl is chasing her 12th win in succession. And amongst those victories was a memorable win in the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg. But she settled in here really well. She's just a casual, happy little dog, isn't she? She loves to be patted. She just loves a bit of attention. And she just seems to do it all by herself. There's just nothing different about her. Well, nothing will change here, so 
she has missed it on the, on the odd occasion, mm. but I still think when she does miss it, it brings her back to a, a 538 bitch instead of a 530 bitch, and that's still really quick. So it's, I don't know, she's a race dog and, and she knows how to do it. Um, Frank's dog's got, he's got an enormous chance, Frank. His bitches come good at the right time. Uh, and he's going for a second million dollar chase, so, uh, you know, there, look, there's a good reason why any dog should win it. Coast Model comes up with a coveted inside box, and Andy believes she has an undeniable chance of causing an upset. She was going terrific from outside draws, and her, actually it was her brother, Cop Magnet, give her a whack one night, and I don't know, it was for a four, she kept drawing box eight, you know, continuously, and, and she was pulling out, but... She slowly got her confidence back, and the other night they tripped her a bit on the corner and she kept going, which I thought was good. Um, she still has to do everything right from the red, but she is the knockout dog. She's got pace, she rails, and she can consistently run 29.60, you know. I think in that build, that's good enough to win it. And while Doonan may be the least experienced of the trio, you can discount him at your own peril. Uh, he loves Wentworth Park. He's, I think he's had 10 starts or something. And um, he's, it was on my mind whether the owner should probably sell him a, a month or so ago because, you know, even though he was running 29.70s, I, I was of the opinion I didn't think he'd handle it in the top grade, but he surprised me. He's moved up a, a level and he's handling it. So who knows? I mean, as I said, it's a lottery. Anything can win him. Despite the riches on offer, it really is just another week at Clover Park. And if Jody and Andy are nervous, they're certainly playing their cards close to their chest. Surprisingly not. No, I don't. It's just another week, really, at the moment. Yeah, it was more for We're the... We're trying to keep things the same. The Easter egg was more... Yeah. That's the race I really wanted to win. It's not that I don't want to win the Million Dollar Chase, but I believe the Million Dollar Chase is for everybody. It's a lottery. And if you look at the final... We've got a 70 to 1 shot in it, the, the one that's, you know, Chris Arletus's dog. If you asked them a week ago, do you think you were going to be in a million dollar chase? They'd have laughed at you. But they are because it's like buying a lottery ticket. And I wouldn't be disappointed if I didn't win it. Um, as long as they all get around safe. I've got no pressure on me whatsoever. You know, I'm, uh, you know I, as I said, I won the race that I wanted to win. So if I win, this will be a bonus. It is the world's richest greyhound race and Jody and Andy Lord have three live chances of taking home the million dollar check. But don't expect them to be cheering when the boxes open. I don't go the early crow. I wait till I get to the last turn and even if I'm four in front, I say to Jody, shut up, don't say nothing. <laughs> because I know anything can happen. I've seen them fall, I've seen them break down, I've seen all sorts of things. So, but when they go past the post, I was right. <laughs> then he says shut up for the time. <laughs> <laughs> You've only got one pick. Tell me which one of your dogs thinks can win. I'm going to go Coast Model. I'll go Pearl. And Dunan and Coast. <laughs> Andy and Jody Lord there and Timmy, what a property. Like the straight track, the puppy paddocks, the kennels. It's quite simply, as I said in the story, it is the preeminent greyhound facility in the world that I've seen, particularly here in Australia. It's an absolute credit to both of them. Wowee, uh, that was incredible. It's a marvellous property and, uh, yeah, quite a surprise there. Uh...
deputies tipping coastal uh, model. Is that maybe a reverse mock, maybe? Or, you <laughs> know, is I, he playing the I game there? Yeah. And, and no, look, I can tell you, he's, he's very bullish. He thinks that she can run that 535 to the first mark. And if, he, if she does run that, She's a pearl has to run 527 to cross her. Mm. He's always believed she's a pearl's a 530 to the first mark, which we saw her run in the in the heat 531. Um, he's he's always had an opinion of Coast Model. He said she would have got great confidence out of winning off box eight because she'd been smashed there a couple of times, uh, particularly off uh, the brother Sizzlefly. And he said to see a carve across and win last week, he said that was great. He said box one, he said. Richard Donna drawn to her outside, mm. slow beginner, photo man runs a straight line, good odds cash coming across onto Shears of Pearl in the early stages. He, he just thought that the coast could get that nice run up along the inside. Uh, makes a great case. Uh, and she's got an amazing chance. Three runners for them in the final. Of course, Shona Thompson had three runners in a million dollar chase final. So the ladies are certainly to the fore. Uh, Hey, what about the fairy tale story with Zambitas for Chrissy Arludos? Uh, 100 to 1 winner or 70 to 1 winner in, in the semi final, running down plaintiff. Uh, this is what the million dollar chase is all about. It's all about a dream, a fairy tale. Absolutely, Duke. Everyone's in it to win it. Everyone's got a chance of winning a million dollars. Uh, look, I think it'll, it'll be a minor miracle if Zambitas does win the race, but gee, oh, gee whiz, it'll be a fairy tale, fairy tale story. Uh, if he if he does well, as Andy said, it's a greyhound race. Anything can happen. So you know, it, as said, it's just just that whole. It just adds to the theatre of it, and and it's going to be an absolute cracker of a night. I cannot wait for Saturday evening at Wentworth Park. And don't forget our special showcase presentation, Battler. We are on air from around uh, six ten p.m. on Saturday evening. You can watch that through all the normal streaming services, uh, the Dogs website, the Dogs Facebook site. Uh, all of that, you can see our complete and comprehensive coverage on Saturday night. Our Fox League coverage, they drop into us at around 9.40pm, so we're looking forward to that. We're also looking forward to someone having a chance of winning $1 million for 20 bucks. battle. Are you sure we can't go in there? So, I mean, if we if we film ourselves giving them the $20? It's a G up, isn't it? It's a G yeah, up. It's... I think, can we, have we got any contacts? We can, you know, get a, get a little link. We bust our backside. We work for peanuts. Well, I do. I know you don't. That's why you oh, I've heard it all now. Yeah. I've heard it all. Please. Please. I hope you've enjoyed this week's coverage of Behind the Boxes. We'll see you on Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Timmy, uh, study up. We need to find winners. And it's going to be one of the night of nights. Yeah, the pressure's on. The pressure's on. But I've gone through a pretty much 80% of the card now, Duke. Just got to find the other couple of winners and tip the card, eh? Good on you, mate. I'll see you there on Saturday. See you, Duke. Looking forward to it. As I said, I hope you've enjoyed our coverage on Behind the Boxes this week. Don't forget, go to thedogs.com.au. Go to all our socials at Facebook and Twitter to catch up with all the latest news of the Million Dollar Chase. I'm Mark Duclos. We'll see you next time on Behind the Boxes. Mm -hmm.